Welcome to another episode of How Do You Do? I'm Samantha Vinicor Minorat. And I'm Yael Haruti. And we are here, like every week, to talk about all things Jewy. Yael, how's it going? I think it's good, but I, um, is this the last time that we're recording together? I think so, but I didn't want to say it out loud. Oh my god, I just realized, I just realized that. Um, so now I'm sad. <laughs> so it's not going well at all. Okay, that seems fair. <laughs> but remember, dear listeners, it's just the last time we're recording in person together for the foreseeable future. We will be having a whole virtual setup because COVID taught us well. And I'll come back for visits. And of course, you'll have to come to New York. Oh, yeah, I'm totally coming. Okay. Um, <laughs> as long as we are all on the same page, we could record on location yeah, currently I, at my parents' I house. I need to do another culinary tour in New York. There we go. <laughs> well, right now, again, you know, our studio could be my childhood bedroom, which has not been redecorated. What? That could be so cool. Oh my God, we have to do that. It's very specific. <laughs> and I did hear from my mom that Noam, who went a few weeks ahead of me, has like deeply settled in. And there's a huge chance that all my clothes might have to then move to my sister's childhood bedroom. <laughs> so I was like, you know, I guess that really is like growing up that like I'll live in one room, my clothes will be in the other. And I just have memories of like whenever, like for whatever reason I wasn't fully dressed, Instead of, I don't know what the normal person would have done, I would just scream to the entire household, I'm running not dressed, and like run between wherever <laughs> I needed to go. And it's really nice to be in your 30s and still just like be able to be like, I'm not dressed, and take a run through your parents' house. Will you actually do that? I don't know if I'm not allowed to sleep in the same room as my clothes, like probably. That, so plan ahead, go pick your clothes, bring them to your room, you know, be an adult. <laughs> I think once take the clothes with you to the to the shower. Like I mean, there I think are ways once I to move back into this room, I will be regressing. Child, so deeply. Oh my god, your parents are so going to regret this. <laughs> no, they're gonna have the best time. <laughs> It'll just be like I, I have a memory. Like, but I think it was. It must have been before. Either before I had a smartphone or before phones had weather on them. Yeah. That like I would wake up in the morning and I've always been a morning person. So I'd be cheerful and just like stick my head out of my room and yell downstairs. What's the weather? <laughs> and like my dad would read what the weather report was for the day. And like maybe we could start that again. And I used to do that. Yeah. So I instead of just rolling over and looking at my phone, I think I'm just bringing a lot of retro entertainment to the whole family. You're welcome, then, of course. Um, yeah. C call me when you're done. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that seems fair. So, so optimistic. I'm here. I'm just, yeah, no. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just like being sour about I think the whole move. That seems fair. I'm not good with it. I'm very deep into packing mode. So I too am pretty sour about the whole move. I'm deep into you not moving. That's fine. Um, I'm, you know, at this point, I could just throw out most of my stuff because it's already boxed. I think I'm even more sad because we couldn't find a time to meet this weekend. But we still have a little bit of time. And I just invited myself to yeah. your family and for Yom Shabbat Kippur dinner. in the middle, just, which we are talking about today. No, we already still, talked about that. What? We already talked about Yom Kippur. Not Yom Kippur. What did I say? We're talking about Sukkot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, that was a peek behind the curtain of How Do You Jew. We are, in fact, talking I about forgot. Sukkot today. We did publish it. <laughs> We are publishing Yom Kippur. We are publishing Yom Kippur. Oh, God. Okay. These holidays mix my brain. There's too many. Too Jews, many. There's just and like too many. And because many. we're recording right before Yom Kippur, I can't. We're still I in Yom Kippur mode. Yeah. Well, you're baking for Yom Kippur right now. So you're very in that zone. I'm in Yom Kippur mode. So um, forgive me, listeners. 
please. I'm down with it. <laughs> but we are, in fact, talking about Sukkot today, and we're going to share some of our favorite Sukkot memories, tips, and all things Jewy related to the upcoming holiday of Sukkot. So let's Yay. start there. I know this is one of your favorite holidays. It is. Well, like all of them. <laughs> like all of them, but still. Um, what are your favorite Sukkot memories? Um, so I grew up in a house we where we always had a Sukkah. Always, always. So... I think my favorite memory is... Oh, Toto. <laughs> Toto. You're getting gave, it all today, yeah. listeners. Toto just uh, gave it a shake, and I think you heard her call her. Like the lulav. Maybe that's what she was doing. Toto. You're, you're so wise. You're just... You're so on point. We love you. So much. <laughs> um, so... My favorite memory is my dad building the big sukkah, and as a child, I remember thinking that the sukkah is so big. It's so big. So big, and we we had a big one, yeah. but like I remember thinking it would fit, like everyone, everyone, like a hundred people could Absolutely. fit in my sukkah. And then when I grew up, and you know, we kept building the same sukkah. I remember one year I asked my mom. I said, "Hey, mom, did we like?" lose some pieces <laughs> or something because this is way smaller than I remember. She's like, no, this is the same sukkah. No, mom, this is smaller than how it, it was. It must be. No, it's the same sukkah. Yeah. So um, so for, so I think my favorite memory is like thinking like how big is my sukkah? It's probably really big. It wasn't like a small one. It was a big one, but I mean, I thought it could fit, you know. That's so funny. So many people. And then um, making making decorations for the sukkah. That's that's also a fun thing. Yeah. Right? Making those like little paper. Paper chains. Paper chains. <laughs> I as love a kid. That. Um, stapling myself accident a few times. Awesome. awesome. Always fun. It's great. <laughs> Always good memories. Running, yelling to my mom. <laughs> I'm sure your mom has great memories as well. <laughs> One time I stapled two fingers together no. yeah that Why was the worst that was the worst oh my god and i ran in like i was i was i thought that's it like my like, fingers, this is it we're done that's it attached forever i was yelling at my mom save my fingers <laughs> oh my god we used tape i'm just gonna say like really yeah we used just we used scotch staples. tape <laughs> mom we need to talk about this <laughs> i guess like that carefree israeli childhood of just like yeah staplers yeah, yeah we used tape we, i had a total carefree like childhood seriously that's hilarious seriously the amount of things that i got to try and fall and hurt myself love and, it but all i mean it. all good memories absolutely and, hey i'm a very responsible responsible adult so golf clap <laughs> so what does that mean thank you mom thank, thank you. you mom <laughs> so funny so we started having our sukkah when i was in like fourth grade up until then we had like used the one at the synagogue but i think i was in like fourth grade when my dad um and my parents decided that we were gonna have our own mm -hmm. and i just remember every year we had the same one for years and then my parents upgraded i think when i was like in college that they went from like a canvas one to this like wood paneled one that they still have it's my mom insane literally just just like maybe two three years before we before uh -huh. she, she moved, moved here mm -hmm. she upgraded her sukkah yeah. it, no it's intense. she did not bring it Oh, well, Mom, they're shame probably on you. very schleppy. Um, yeah, but if you're shipping stuff. I guess. Well, anyway, so we, every year, even though we would build the same sukkah, we never got better at it. <laughs> um, like, we never, like, l we learned certain skills, mm -hmm. but 
every year, no matter what, we would like be laying out the poles for the sides and we would like put the whole thing up and realize we had done the math wrong and one of the four foot poles instead of one of the three foot poles was on the wrong side and we had to take the whole thing down. <laughs> um, one, well, this past year, actually, when Noam and I were building ours, we managed to build the entire thing upside down without noticing. And then um, thankfully, most of our friends in Cleveland are engineers. So they all were able to like share with us, like we just built this upside down <laughs> and then we had to flip the whole thing. Um, and I remember not only did like my parents invite people into the sukkah obviously every year to eat, but we always invited different people to help build partially because we're incompetent, um, but also as like a bonding thing. So like the first year that we did it, I invited like a bunch of other fourth graders. And I like really remember each of us holding a pole while my dad was like hammering stuff. And my sister invited friends from college one year and our across the street neighbor sometimes comes by to help. And just the building being this like whole camaraderie thing my mom supervises. Um, it's just become so funny because every year when we put it up, there's so much laughter. And then with decorating it, um, I just have this one childhood memory of my mom was like, you know, we, we made our decorations and we had some that we had bought and all these different things. And my mom was strategically placing all these different things. And she, she told me I could pick where one of them went. And I thought it would be like a really good aesthetic choice to put it right like in the doorway. So it was kind of like in everyone's face as they walked in. So the one piece that I was like personally responsible and I stood on the ladder and I like tied it up, she went and moved. Oh. <laughs> and like in another world that could be traumatizing, but we laugh about it every year of like, remember the time I was in charge of hanging one thing and like you could have just let it go. Um, and since then, thankfully, my aesthetic sense, I think, has really grown also. So now I'm like more aware that grown ups who are not in fourth or fifth grade probably wouldn't appreciate being hit in the face with a decoration as they walk through the entrance of the sukkah. So I think I've grown and changed along with. And we're all so proud of you. Thank you. I see. So I am going to be ready, despite the fact that I still don't know how to dress myself in the mornings. So talking about decorations. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and your experience with them. Do I'm you really have ready. any like decoration tips? So I think I've talked about this on the podcast before. You know, my favorite decorating thing is to always include my guests. So every year we have a different sukkah ornament that we have everyone um, autograph who comes to visit and then each year we get to hang them and you can see who was there the last year um, but like again I always remember growing up for like for little kids my mom always had stuff for them to decorate and add to the uh, the sukkah and then I, I like to do that for adults too I feel like there's no limit on how much fun you could have making a paper chain um, <laughs> or other perhaps decor options. So I think anything interactive, things that commemorate from year to year. Um, some of my favorite sukkahs to visit are like people who have, I think it's Christmas envy, but I understand we're not supposed to call it that. And they buy like Christmas ornaments um, and use them as Sukkot ornaments. And they'll just be these like packed Sukkot with all of these different um, ornaments from people's travels and all sorts of different things. So anything quirky, anything that makes it, makes it your own um, and brings, brings just a fun vibe pro. What about you? Um, 
I think that the th- like okay, I have a few. So the things that I like the most that were hanging up in the sukkah are like mm-hmm. decorations by nieces, nephews, yeah. you know, the um, littles, the littles. I love those. And um, the one thing that I mean, it's not decoration, but like a really important thing to have in the sukkah is good lighting for food. True. Yeah. Oh my god, yes, lights. Because you spend a lot of time eating actually you eating do. in the sukkah so i would i would actually like put effort into putting either like a large light on the top like coming from the top or um you know we had a lot of fairy lights in our house like christmas so lights. my mom um got this like led strip uh-huh, cool. that changed lights but we'd never put them in a change like we did but not when we were like well not when it was the only light going on that seems fair but those you can put them in, like a very bright white type thing and also like it brings in a lot of light um for dinner and that's important um, last year we decided to be fancy i didn't know this mm-hmm. counted as decoration yeah but we put a space heater in ours because it was so cold yeah cleveland um, yeah <laughs> and um or it, new york well it blew the power the second we plugged it oh, in no. um so then we were both cold and in the dark well you could have um, i mean so it's usually because it's connect the too many things connect in the same fuse you it was in fact because of that so yes. you could just change to a different plug it turned into like a thing and i was like <laughs> i i have soup ready to go like okay this feels authentic to well, like the israelites to... wandering in the desert i mean i like, i remember like sitting last year i think last year two years ago covid kind of mixed me up but whenever um with a coat on in the sukkah yeah. so yeah i also provide blankets for oh this is also i guess a decorating tip i like i'm basically like a restaurant mm-hmm. that i just have like a box of like blankets and coats and extra layers that people can just keep wrapping themselves in and um yeah i i'm just basically providing a public service all the time so speaking about people that you're giving blankets to who would you invite invite to uh be your ushbizin so listeners for those unfamiliar with the practice um (laughs) please explain to us what is ushbizin so the concept of ushbizin is a uh a kabbalistic tradition where every night of the holiday of sukkot there's a traditional guest that you invite into your home because this into your sukkah because this is a holiday that's um like many jewish holidays centered around both uh literal hospitality but also this proverbial metaphorical hospitality so the first night it would be actually invited that's so nice i still need to uh respond and tell her if i can (laughs) classic well because i forgot to ask my mom what's the plan that's fine mom (laughs) if you're hearing this (laughs) hopefully you guys will have talked before this airs um but yeah so we have you know the first um night is um abraham and sarah avram and sarah um the biblical patriarch and matriarch the second night is yitzchak verifka isaac and rebecca and so on and so forth um in terms of these um biblical um patriarchs and matriarchs that we invite into the sukkah and each one is supposed to come with a different theme a different lesson um but then that's extrapolated to be who else would one invite into the sukkah on a given night? Um, the first person who actually came to mind for me was, um, I know we just observed the first yard site of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Um, and I know that her um, headstone just came up at Arlington National Cemetery. And I think that like, especially in this year, and um, everything that has happened with the Supreme Court, with the laws of the land, um, 
I personally miss having the voice of RBG, um, both on the court and in life. And I would love to have her wisdom um, brought to my suka. What about you? Well, I just created a, to- a really cool story for us to upload on our Instagram. I'm terrified because I haven't showered. Well, no one smells you on a story. And you no, just I don't know what them. my hair looks like. It looks fine. Okay. I look forward to it then. You look fine. I look forward to it. Okay. I, I could never tell. I'm in packing mode. Um, tell me who your Ushbizine would be. My Ushbizine would be Samantha, since she's not going to be living here. <laughs> so. Oh my God. That was a deep cut. <laughs> Thank you. I'm honored. That was Will mean. you come from New York to be my Ushbizine? I would love to. I'm down. Um, no, we're for real. I mean, for real, yes. But, but for real, um, yes. God, I don't know. <laughs> it's a really hard question. I know. Yeah, I think I'm sticking with you. Thank you. I you're appreciate my that. I like that we both picked women. And and your family, because I love them. Oh, thank you. We're all honored. We'll, we'll do a road trip, get some more of our stuff. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, so in addition to Sukkot being a harvest festival and a togetherness time and this time where we invite people in, it's also known as Zman Simchatenu, a time of our joy. So what right now is bringing you some extra Sukkot joy? Um... Well, I mean, my cousin is back from Israel. Mazels. So I got to spend some family time during the weekend, and that has been bringing me a lot of joy, I, I have that. to say. Um, and baking? Amazing. I guess. I mean, I get to do I, what I love. I, so it's I love cool. that you get to love and do what you love and, and all the things. And my new bed. Your new bed. <laughs> That's a good one. And my new bed is bringing me a lot of joy. That's a good one. What's bringing you joy? Um, I feel like... And don't say the move. I'm not going to talk to you. No, the concept of the move is not bringing me joy, but I do think the move is like a catalyst for a love fest. Like I love spending time with my friends and I feel like it's become that much more precious to to do so. So all the people that I love, such as yourself, are bringing me plenty of joy right now. Um, And also it's... This has been a very weird weather season because it's Cleveland and all seasons are weird in terms of weather. (laughs) But there have been a few like tastes of fall, such as when I walked up to your house and you have like this decorative pumpkin display on like a mini piece of hay. I couldn't stop myself. Um, And I literally just did that like two days ago. Oh, it's precious. And (laughs) like I enjoyed summer, but I feel like, okay, it's mid-September, like we did that already, and now that it's starting to really feel like fall, mm-hmm. um, I am here for it. I'm here for fall. I am not here for winter. No, no, no. We're not rushing fall. Fall is awesome. Fall's amazing. Pumpkin spice everything. I, I started looking up, um, like, what are the dog-friendly pumpkin patches that I can go to? Oh, that's cool. Um, and then... Probably Patterson's. I hate you. I did look... Oh, well, just so you know, if Toto ever feels like an excursion, um, I think it's called Salazies. Mm-hmm. has a dog-friendly corn maze here in Cleveland. Oh, that's cool. And Nolan Pebbles and I have done that the last two years. And I don't know what it is, because my dogs... Listeners, my dogs don't get tired um, ever. They can go to daycare, tire out every other dog, and still just be like, okay, let's keep the party going. But I think, like, the mental energy that going through the corn maze takes in terms of like smells and twists and turns um last year when we went 
both of them took a nap that lasted approximately four minutes until the person the person who lives next door to me had their latest Amazon delivery. Thanks, guys. Um, and ruined said nap. But those four minutes were really exciting. Oh, at home they had a nap. Yeah. No, I felt like, like in the middle of the maze. Because I walked. So I no, walked- they napped through the whole car ride. Oh. Came home, napped again, and then... My beloved next door neighbors had their daily Amazon delivery. So I walked Toto this weekend um, at one of the parks here, and it was really nice. But then she decided on the way back. I mean, we were pretty far. Like it was like, like right when we started heading mm-hmm. back, she decided that she's tired and she's not doing it anymore. So she just lay down in the middle of the, in the middle of the walk. She just lay down and looked at us, and she was like, I'm not moving. So at least Toto weighs probably four pounds. I picked her up, and I walked her all the way back to the car. So I've had to do that just so you know with pebbles. People look weighs- weird. No, it's fine. People, a woman passed us, okay, and she said, well, that's one way to do a walk. And I was like... Dude, she's tired. She's small. She's sleepy. <laughs> because just so you know, I've had to do that with Pebbles, who weighs about 30 pounds. Oh, wow. Who laid down halfway through a walk because she was overheated. And so not only am I carrying 30 pounds of dog, but then her sister is confused as to why she's not being carried. So was just jumping <laughs> like this little jackrabbit trying to get into my arms also. So I'm looking into buying her a carrier now because I don't want to take the chance of going on a walk and she does this again and then I have to like just pick her up. Like if she's just in, on my back, it will just be easier. If we could ever interview them about like what brings them joy, I feel like every aspect of their lives must be just full. Being of lazy joy. and making my human carry me. I was gonna say <laughs> mine is just like waiting until mommy is like in a perfect sleeping position and then sitting on her collarbone. Oh wow! Yeah, Your dogs are aggressive. They're they just have a lot of snuggles to give. Toto has been getting. God, this just became a dog podcast. Dog tribute podcast. Um, Victoria's been getting like anxiety attacks when I'm watching TV. Because you're not paying attention to her? No, I don't oh. know. It's like, I don't know, something with the Sensory volume, overload. vibrations. I don't know what. Well, then I think it's really good that Sukkot is coming up because I'm going to get to get back to nature, turn off the TV for a little bit, and focus on our craftsmanship of our paper chains. Do you sleep in the sukkah? No, it's very cold. <laughs> um, Noam has slept in the sukkah. Mm-hmm. And um, while I would say literally every other aspect of my life and my marriage, I'm a feminist and equality and all these different things, I'm really happy to have him take on that mitzvah for us as a family and just like sleep in a climate controlled bed. My brother sleeps in the sukkah. Does that count for the I for, think for so. me too? Because I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I'm not doing that. But yeah, I am a really good eater of dinner and then going inside type of person. Mm -hmm. I think that's really where I shine as a I love eating in the sukkah. I love having like my morning coffee in the sukkah. I love it. I love just like sitting in it. I love a morning like yeah breakfast in, dinner in. Um, There's plenty of great soup to be had. Um, I'm going to want a sukkah. I mean. Yeah. No. I enjoy every aspect of it but I just really love beds and cannot stress this enough. Maybe if I put an air mattress out there, um, nope. but like that's nope, nope, okay, nope. Yeah, no, I don't do air mattresses. <laughs> I just packed my it air mattress. Kills my back. Oh. Kills my back. No, I could rock a good air mattress, but anyway, we'll leave that uh, <laughs> conversation for another day. Um, in the meantime, 
Thank you to all of our listeners. Chag Sameach. And as several reminders, if you have enjoyed this episode, please rate, review, subscribe, give us, us five know stars. Why you love us. Yes, say nice things to us. We need it. Um, take a screenshot, share it in your Instagram stories, share it with a friend, make a friend to share it with, all the things. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at how do you do pod, or you can email us at how do you do pod at gmail.com. And until next time, happy doing. Thank you.